Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with FilmmakingStuff.com, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I am talking to you from Los Angeles, and uh, I was thinking about, you know, what is it that I could share with you that would be of benefit um, to your, you know, not just your filmmaking, but your life. There's a lot of you that listen to this podcast from all over the world, and you're probably wondering a little bit about what it's like to live in Hollywood um, and how this whole movie industry thing operates. And I'll tell you, and, and this is probably true for a lot of cities. I've been to London, I've been in New York, uh, Chicago, and what I find is there are a lot of people in their late 30s up until probably their mid-50s who still live um, in ways like they're in college. And I don't mean like in a juvenile, sophomoric sense. I just mean, you know, it seems to me that day in and day out, the folks that live in cities and specifically in Hollywood and those of us that are grinding our way through the movie industry, uh, yeah, I guess that's the way I would describe it. You know, those of us with a strong work ethic, you know, we're grinders, um, I came out to Los Angeles about, it's, at this point, it's been a little bit over eight years, and obviously I had some experience living in New York prior to coming out of here, uh, if you're familiar with my stuff. But what I've noticed is I get to town, and there's a lot of people, you know, from my college or um, from my state, from my hometown even, that live out here. Um, actually, not a lot from our hometown, but one of, one of my buddies... Uh, that I'm good friends with actually went to high school with me some years after I went. And just the mere fact that we're both from the same uh, hillbilly small town in Pennsylvania um, instantly made us friends. So, But what I find is there's a lot of people that get out here and, and they come and they get off the bus, so to speak. Not that we've, all, I mean, I drove across country, but let me just use the analogy. Um, you know, you get off the bus and you're incredibly enthusiastic about the prospects of quote unquote, making it in the industry, making it. And prior to living here and prior to the experience in New York, and of course, making my own movies, you know, I really legitimately thought that all you had to do, and, and maybe you don't have this opinion, but if you do, um, uh, hopefully this will set you straight, but I had the idea that there was this idea. Um, yeah, I had this idea that there was this idea. It's been a long day, but I had an idea that all I had to do was get out here, make a movie, make a really, really magnificent movie, and then movie offers would just come to me. You know, deals would just come to me. Everybody would want to work with me. Everything would be perfect. I'd have access to all the screenwriters I needed access. I'd have access to all the actors I needed access. You know, agents, managers, lawyers, the whole shebang, right? And I really envisioned this career for myself that included all of those um, folks that are just knocking on my door. And what I found is while there are aspects of that in my life, what I found is, and, and this is a saying I hear often, is you're only as good as your last project. So in my mind, I used to think that the idea was you would just do all this magnificent work and then one day somebody would come to you and say, you made it. You don't have to work hard anymore. Everything's fine. But the realities of living in Los Angeles, and, and, and if you're an independent filmmaker, you know this, the truth is you're going to work really hard to make an independent film and you may not become the next Quentin Tarantino. 
You might end up like the hundreds of filmmakers that I talk to on a daily basis who are, you know, in some ways making some money with their movies, but they're not where they'd hoped to be. Um, one of my buddies uh, directed over 20 feature films and had been to Sundance with one of them. Um, you know, has all the right friends and, and does all the right stuff, but he's not a famous film director. And it's interesting if you look at it because there's, there's thousands of movies. And literally, you know, these days, especially with technology being what it is, there, there's tens of thousands of movies being produced all over the world. And, you know, the truth is not every one of those filmmakers is going to become uber famous overnight. So my question to you is, are you willing to pay the price? You know, what, what is the price that you're willing to pay so that you can become one of those well-known filmmakers and make a living making movies? And then, of course, the second tier to that is maybe in your life you'll realize, you know, that point that happens to a very small few, you know, very, a very small amount of people where deals seem to come to them. But the reality is what you're faced with in Hollywood and in life, frankly, is a never-ending hustle. I mean, you know, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've had some projects that came really close um, to coming to fruition. I mean, really close, like as in, you know, we're going to close at the end of this week. And then all of a sudden, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, two days before you're, you're going to close a deal, um, the folks, you know, organizing the deal decide they want to back out of it. They just don't feel comfortable. And so the question is, do you want to, you know, after you've lived all that enthusiasm, you work so hard to get, you know, a deal to the point where you really think it's going to go this time, do you have the tenacity? Do you have the drive and the enthusiasm and the ability to say, you know what, that one didn't work out. Tomorrow's a new day. You know, I'm going to lick my wounds. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. I'm going to go at it again. Because there's one thing I've learned that really there is no such thing as making it. You make one project, you hope it works out. If it doesn't, you move on to the next one. And you work really hard to get that project made. And if it doesn't work out, you move on to the next one. And that's the realities of it. So when I circle back and, and think about where all of my friends are, you know, when I got out to L.A. Um, eight years ago, the vast majority of them, with the exception of like one or two people, and out of like 10, have all left this town. They're gone. You know, uh, one of my buddies went back to England uh, to become an insurance broker. That's where he was from. He's from England. He came out to L.A., did the acting thing for, uh, you know, a few years, didn't get any traction, and said, I'm done. And that's not uncommon. You know, values change. And you're going to see it as you move through your filmmaking career. And depending on where you're at in your career, you know that you know what I'm talking about here. You're going to see all your friends in, in the small town that you're from, and they're going to be having babies. And you're going to be out here in Hollywood or, or whatever city you're making your movies in, grinding away, hoping that the next one's the big one. Um, so, you know, you can kind of create a life for yourself. Buy a house. Have a family. All those other things that you may think right now you don't value, there is going to be a day when you wake up and you might just want some of those things. So again, are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to do what it takes to take action and make your movie now? This is another podcast 
a filmmaking podcast brought to you by Jason Brubaker of filmmakingstuff.com. If you're interested in finding out more about me, visit the site. If you are familiar with me and you're ready to take action, I advise you to take a look at some of the products that I have over at makeyourmovienow.com. Once again, check me out at makeyourmovienow.com.